to begin with a simple practical question. I guess I'll, I'll preface it with the following, which is that no matter what system you use to order your study of Hilchah Shabbos, they're going to be cracked to get a whole through. Meaning, if you use the Shulchan Aruch, which is a great system to use, certainly there are malachos you may never cover. Um, if you go with the Mir Shabbos Kilchosos system of, you know, functioning of how the household works, which is a very logical system, but again, there are areas you will not cover in Lumbus and in halachic theory. And I want to kind of just tie some of this together with a basic, simple question. We're doing Shi and Chazar. So the basic, simple question is follows. And I'll put it in two parts, or maybe three parts. Uh, first question is the following. Classic, simple question. I have a warming drawer. So warming drawers are very popular about uh, 10, 15 years ago. They've fallen out of favor somewhat. And people realize that they have ovens already. But... <laughs> You know, warming drawers were a fad, either built into the cabinetry, or the you know the, that bottom storage drawer of the oven becoming warming drawers, and so these are places that kishmo kain him or kishmum kain him, right? That they're used for warming various foods. So shaila is are you allowed to put a fully cooked dry food back into the warming drawer on Shabbos to warm up? Yes or no question? Yes. And these warm or no. And how hot do these warming drawers get to? Um, so, warming drawers generally will get to about 250 degrees. 2250, not warmer than that. They have ones that will get warmer than that. You're concerned about the possibility of Bishel in such a place, I assume. All right? So, uh, we, have, we have one vote for yes. Shiva talked about this in a recent share, and he said that he argued with the, or maybe didn't hold like Rukhayim, and he argued with him about it, and he held it was fine. Which he, Rukhayim held it was fine, or Rukhayim held it was fine? Rukhayim. Rukhayim held it was a problem? Uvdin Dechayel. What? Uvdin Dechayel. Uvdin Dechayel? He said he didn't understand what he was talking about, and therefore he can't say that it's Ptak, but he's done. Yeah, it's... He said it. I don't know, um... I don't even know how Uvdin Dechayel comes into... Hilchos Bishel B'Shabbos, but again, you know, I, I, if, if it's in writing for Rebbe that's one thing, if it's, if it's just Bishmo, so it's a question will he ever said. Well, no, he actually said it to the Rosh Hashiva. The Rosh wanted to ask him, he liked this stuff, he said that he wasn't sure that it was necessarily true because Lamaisa Chazal gave us Gedarim for what counts as not their official. Meaning, Kedero Gavik there is no Shaykhs to Bishel, and just because we now can say in Londis it's the same doesn't necessarily mean that it should be the same. That was this question you went to ask Rukhain. Ah. Rukhain just said it's of the Zichol. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. It's, it's hard. It's very hard to parse Psakim from Rukhain because of the fact that his Psakim are, you know, that was a very long Psak actually. It was two words. <laughs> right? So it's very hard to parse these Psakim. In all seriousness, I, I remember a number of years ago there was a uh, letter that came out against, uh, it, was a, it was a big to-do on Shulos about, probably about a dozen years ago, against the, um, the Star K Shabbos mode ovens. You remember this whole hawk? You guys might have been too young for it. It's a big letter, a letter came out in the newspapers, and, and it was signed by Shlomo Miller and Rosh Sternbuch, and I remember they all signed the letter. So I spoke about it three, it was Shulos time he came out. So I spoke about it three afternoons straight between Echemarev, on this topic, and I said, it's very hard for me to possibly delve into, you know, roll up my sleeves and dig into the psaka they gave, because they didn't give a psaka. There's nothing, right? Give me the Beis Yitzchak, give me 
the 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 Tzitzeliezer and Chelak Alvitz in Mechav. You know, give me your Shlomo Zalman in the middle of Shlomo. Give give me the Chazanish. Give give me something of substance we can talk about. But it's very hard to handle when there's not a svar there. So Chaim's psakim are always you know one two word psakim. So it's very hard to delve into the the thought process and the you know the Mahalakim psakalacha behind it. I don't know if anybody can quantify Reb Chaim's Mahalakim psakalacha. Right? You can quantify Reb Shlomo Zama's Mahalakim psakalacha. You can quantify Reb Moshe's Mahalakim psakalacha. You can quantify Reb Yosef's Mahalakim psakalacha. You know you can discuss whether Mahalach or which Mahalach makes more sense, but it's, uh, it's hard to quantify Reb Chaim's Mahalach Psaqalacha. Uh, I want to point out that when discussing the warming drawer, it's, it's going to run into a shayla that's also going to be a shayla of both Shein Chazar and an oven. And it's one that, what I meant, this is what I say before things will fall through the cracks, when analyzing a Psaqalacha, bottom line, actual, real-life Psaqalacha, you have to consider all of the factors that go into it. So, from a pure Shihia Chazara perspective, Lukhara warming drawer is the same thing as a plata. And from a pure Shihia Chazara perspective, so it's not a Makom Bishel, it's not Derek Bishel Bakaf, nobody cooks in a warming drawer Bichlal. No one would look at it as a Makom Bishel. Should be, from a, from a Chazara perspective, not a problem, Midin Mechse Kimavasha. And Al Gorov Bichotum, so if it's a warming drawer, it's not adjustable, great. If it's adjustable, and then you take whatever precautions you need to take to make sure it's groove Victuma, whether that's covering, putting some sort of a, an insert in the drawer, or whether it's covering the knob, or whether it's both, so that you avoid that problem should be okay. Similarly, if I want to leave food in an oven before Shabbos. So let's say I want to leave food in an oven before Shabbos, and let's assume either that we don't paskin like Hananya, or at least we're not going to be knowing like that, or that um, our food is already... Uh, at that very point of but didn't yet reach the worst possible place to be. So is there a way for you to leave the food in the oven before Shabbos to take it out Friday night? Uh, classic Shiloh. Uh, I, I think I may have mentioned this before. My wife and I got a new oven. We moved into our first house. We bought a new oven. Had a time big feature at the oven. You can set it in advance and it'll turn off by itself. We were ecstatic. Friday night, you'll have fresh hot food come out of the oven totally fresh. We didn't realize that it beeps nonstop after it goes off until you turn off the beeping. So it beeped the entire Shabbos. So it was Yotza Scharo Bonik Shabbos Behefseta. A big time, especially a small house, you know, not a lot of place there. So it was definitely Yotza Scharo Behefseta. Are you allowed to leave, or is there a way to be allowed to leave the food in the oven before Shabbos to have it on Friday night? What would you say? Why not? Yeah. Okay. Why not? I like it. So why not? It's all good. Yeah. Why not? So what's the possibility of why not? Shalos, what what do you need to meet the standard of groove or ktuma for your oven? Right? That's one shiloh. But there's a much bigger shiloh here, which is the following. I'll, I'll take it one step further. Let's say I have an oven that is groove or ktuma, meaning if I hold that, Again, like the Debrecina, or maybe here it's even better because the, the flame itself is not visible, and covering the place of adjustment, the knob is going to be considered to be good enough to make it a ketuma. Or uh, I actually put some sort of an insert into the oven to actually make a hacker. Would I be allowed to f- put food back into the oven on Friday night? Again, Mubashah called Sarko. Let's assume, for argument's sake now, that it's even, it's a double yavation, it's still hot, so you have Mubashah Ram's concern that Ramosha is high for, that you want it to be hot. When it's a uh, even a Yavish. okay? 
Put it back in, yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a shiloh whether that's called... I'm, I'm going to you for all my socket. This is good. Yeah. Good, good, good. It'd be a shiloh whether it's called Tyson. Okay. So one shiloh is whether it's called... Right? One shiloh, again, when you're focusing in on Rishon and Gimel, so your shiloh is, is this called Tochar or Al-Gabav? Right? Mistabra should be called Tochar. Right? Not Al-Gabav. I mean, I would think. Right? I would, I would think if you, if I, if I took you to my house and I said, okay, let's play a little Ulpan here. Okay? We'll play a little rabbinic Hebrew Ulpan. Please identify Al Gabov. So you would point to the stovetop and say Al Gabov. Please identify Tocho. So you would point, I would think, to the inside of the oven. If not, you'd probably fail Ulpan. <laughs> those are two different heat sources. It's not like you have two options within one heat okay, source. Okay, I agree. I agree. So it's, yes, you are right that this is an Al Gabov on this heat source. And this is a tocho. I mean, tocho doesn't mean in the fire, mamish. Tocho does not mean chanani mishal vazaya, right? <laughs> That's not what tocho means, I don't think. But the frogs in the Right. Well, I get it from, right? But uh, that's not what it means. So you, you could be, be done. Jews, I would have thought that putting back in the oven is a tocho problem. I would have thought it was a tocho problem. Rashiva, again, going back about 28 years ago, he felt not. He quoted the Ramach based on, on this, that if you create a groove of tumor inside the oven itself, and a hecker, that would be good enough. Uh, but you need some sort of a black or some sort of a hecker inside the oven that would make it more of an algab, not, not so-called. But I want to point out that there is a whole different halachic consideration here that is really serious with regard to warming drawers, with regard to shihia in the oven, and with regard to putting food back in the oven. And that consideration is the following. Your ovens and your warming drawers are going to usually function with a thermostat. Warming drawers might even be more of a problem because some of your warming drawers are, are designed that every time you open them up, they turn off, and every time you close them, they turn on. Right? So there, when your warming drawer, you open it up, your, your mom is turning the thing off. You're closing, the, you're, you're closing the circuit, you're shutting off the warming drawer. You close the warming drawer, you're turning it off. You close the circuit, or that thermostat realizes that it's open. So, so some warming drawers operate, it's an on-off switch. Switch. Like the light in the refrigerator, is an on-off switch. Opens up, it goes off, it, uh, it closes up, it turns on. So there, it's a very serious problem in terms of a consideration of shahia or Chazar in the warming drawer, meaning every time you open the drawer, you're turning off the warming drawer. When you close it, you're turning it back on. Right? Now, the other consideration is your oven as well, both Lagabe Shia and Chazar in the oven, which is that when you open the oven door, so one of three things are going to be possible there. One of three things is possible. One possibility is that when you open the oven door, the thermostat's already cycled the oven on. I guess I should go back a step, right? Your oven operates on a thermostat. What does that mean, operates on a thermostat? So it's actually not great chachma, the way an oven works. When you put your oven on 350, your oven's on 350 for about a few seconds of the cycle. When you put your oven on 350, it's an average temperature of 350. What does it mean? you have a thermostat in your oven that measures the temperature, and when the oven gets down to 325, it turns on the burner bar, just a simple gas burner bar at the bottom, opens the valve, lights up the igniter, and it turns it on. When it gets to 375, it turns it off. So it, it keeps an average temperature of 350 by cycling through 25 degrees below, 25 degrees above. Turns on, turns off, turns on, turns off. So when you open your oven door, one of three things is possible. Either you open the oven door and the oven's already on, meaning it's already cycled on, it's already gotten down to 325 and yet not yet back up to 375. 
and then when you open the door, so you're going to be letting much of the warm air out, and you'll be extending the period that it's burning. You will be preventing it from turning off, right? Because that burner bar would shut off shortly when the oven would reach 375. Now you might have dropped the oven door down, the oven temperature down to 250. So it's going to burn much longer. That's number one. Number two possibility is that the burner bar is off. And uh, the oven is actually up at 375. The burner bar is off. And now when you open the door, so it's not going to go on right away because you might drop the temperature of the oven down to 350 or 340 when you take your stuff out. And the oven might go on a few minutes later because of the fact that you cooled it down. And it would have gone on, let's say, in a half hour if you hadn't opened the door. But now, because you opened the door, it goes on in five minutes. So you cause it to go on sooner. The third possibility is a possibility that, even greater, that I open the door when the oven's at 326. Right? It's ready to, to, to go on. When I open the door, therefore, I drop a temperature down to 325, I cause it to go on immediately. So there are three scenarios in which I could be opening my oven door and causing the oven to burn further. Right? One is where it's, I'm preventing it from turning off, but it's burning further. Right? I just don't allow it to shut off. One is where I am causing it to go on sooner, but not immediately. And one is where I'm causing it to go on immediately. And the Shiloh becomes, in halacha, so now, does that mean that I could not leave my food in the oven? Because when I'm opening the door, I'd be causing it to extend, or causing it to go on. So it is the same thing as an air conditioner, except for one thing. There's a big difference. An air conditioner is mistaver, it's a dirabama, right? Ramosha take the approach to air conditioning or causing an air conditioner to operate is a dirabama. What about heater? Heater is deraisa, right? A heater or an oven flame, lechor is deraisa, even though if there's no kibui, we deraisa on it, but mavir. Last time I checked, Mavir's one of the 39 malachos. So you have heat in your house set, you open up the front door, you have three possibilities, either one. Good. So you run into the same Shiloh. Yeah. Run into the same Shiloh. So the Rosh Hashiva, um, about 25 years ago, gave a shear on this topic. And he wanted to argue that, well, let's put it this way. His argument was that consistency would lead to the conclusion that it must be motor. Meaning nobody refrains from going into their house Friday night in the winter because they'll be turning the heat on. Even though my, my thermostat in my house works the exact same way as my thermostat in my oven. Right? Keeps a, an average temperature, turns on when the temperature gets above a certain level, or below a certain level, or rather turns off when it gets above a certain level. When I open the door, I am letting out the warm air, letting in the cold air. I'm dropping the average temperature in the house. I'm causing the one of three things. I'm either causing the thermostat and therefore the furnace to burn for longer, I'm causing the furnace to turn on immediately, or I'm causing the furnace to turn on sooner. It could, so, be, it could be to say a grumma, you need, a, you need a, a time delay of some sort. I mean, it could be you have more of a time delay. How long does it take for your thermostat in your house to realize? I mean, by oven, it's not much instant. This is in the third case you gave. Well, I don't maybe. know if it's instant. I don't think it's instant. Oh, so if it's not, then maybe. Then I don't know if it's instant. instant. It happens to be that you are right that in terms of the thermostats functioning in the two different appliances, your, your heat does work on a multi-stage relay. At least it should. 
your, your thermostat in your oven works on a single-stage relay. Your, your heat works on a multi-stage relay. If you've, ever gone down to, if you've ever gone down to your furnace in your house and look at the wiring there, there's a lot of wires. I, I, I'll do a lot of wiring myself in my house and won't touch that. There's, like, there's just way too many wires doing a lot of things there. Uh, I don't know what it's all for, but you, know, you don't want to cross those wires, I guess. But, but still, in principle, they're the same idea, which is that there is a causative effect to turn it on. Rashiva's point was that if you're going to tell me that opening the oven is a problem, then opening your door is a problem as well. And if you can tell me not opening your door is not a problem, or opening your door is not a problem, rather, then opening your oven door is also not a problem. Right? Mimanavshach. The only thing is that what he didn't explain at the time was why it's not a problem. Meaning, <laughs> all, all I've told you is that minigolem is to open the house door. Maybe, maybe not. Meaning, maybe you have a serious Shiloh and opening the house door. So the, the, there are three approaches in the postkin with regard to this Shiloh. One approach is to argue, which is not, not, not muskum either, but to argue that causing the fire to burn for longer is okay. Now, what does that mean? Adding fuel to a fire is not okay. Right? If I go and I, and I start to pile wood onto a fire on Shabbos, so it's either a havar or a gram havar, not allowed to be done. But the idea is that right now the valve is open, basher husham, without any change. So it will continue to feed gas into the burner bar or into the furnace. It will continue to burn. So by your opening the door, you're not really causing it to burn. You're preventing it from shutting off. So preventing it from turning off is less than a gram havar. Right? You could argue not like that. In the Chorah, it's a machlova shmir Shabbos kilchasa and Ravaji Yosef with regard to timer. It's a classic shayla on Shabbos. Right? Have a light that's on. It's a classic shayla which we'll come to. But I have a light that's on and I have it on a timer set to turn off at 10.30. But I'd like to keep the light on until 11.30. Can't sleep. I'd like to be able to read more or learn more. Who knows? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the line to 11.30. So I can adjust the timer. It's one of those old-style timers with the tabs. I can adjust the timer, have it go off at 11.30. So are you allowed to just adjust the timer to have it go off at 11.30, meaning you're preventing it from turning off at 10.30? So Shmir Shabbos, Kilchasa, and Ravaji Yosef diverge on that particular point. Ravaji Yosef says it's fine, because you're preventing it from turning off, so you're preventing a change. Shmir Shabbos Kilchalso is not okay with that. He's okay with a different cheshman, which would be, if it's off, I could adjust the timer to make it go on later. Because that's just preventing it from turning on. That would be allowed. Although, even in that case, you have to be done, because you have to be very careful. Because if it's off, and I adjust the timer in a way that I first make it that it won't go on at all, and then I make it go on earlier, so then I'm going the havar. I made it already that it's not going to go on. I have to make it go on later first, and then make it not go on earlier, after that. But, okay, but you do it the right way. So ma- many of the posts can take the approach that if you open the oven door when the oven is burning already, then that's okay. That's a grama of a minui of the kibui, so that would be allowed. But that, that would require you then to keep an eye on the, uh, on the oven door, or in the oven rather, and know that it's on. So a lot of ovens today, modern ovens have indicator lights, tell you they're on. Only open the oven when the oven is on. I was actually... As, uh, I'll never forget this. I was at a, a family in Yerushalayim for a Friday night meal. This goes back now 30, wow, it's 33 years ago. I was at a family for a Friday night meal. I'll tell you why in a second, I'll never forget it. 
So they served the fish Friday night before they served the soup. And then afterward they served the fish, everybody just sat at the table. Nothing happened. The whole family just sat at the table. Nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like nothing. It was like somebody had given a signal, and everybody bolted from the table, ran into the kitchen, grabbed a lot of stuff, brought it back to the table. The soup was served. Soup was finished. And again, same thing. Same thing. Soup was finished. Everybody just sat. I'm sitting there with a friend of mine from Yeshiva, you know, sitting there like, what's going on? Right? No clue at all what's going on. Again, out of nowhere, nothing. There was like, nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. But it was like someone had fired the starter gun. All of a sudden, everybody gets up, goes back, grabs everything. Then, come, come there. You know what was going on? I hopped afterwards. They wouldn't open the refrigerator door unless the refrigerator was already running. So they were listening for the refrigerator to kick in to get up and go serve the next course. So to me, the refrigerator kicking in, kicking off, you know, it's background noise. You don't even hear it. But to them, they were waiting for the refrigerator to kick on to go and get the stuff out. So everybody in the family sitting there quietly. As soon as the refrigerator, they're all trained. They're conditioned. As soon as the refrigerator kicked on, the whole family jumped up, ran in, opened the door, got the stuff, brought it out. So, uh, you know, this family would win the Shabbos refrigerator kicking on Olympics. <laughs> is, is there... Is, are, is there not electronic, when you open up the door, even, even if the oven's on, is there, are, there not, are you not sending electronic signals to the thermostat right away? Is, is electronic the thermostat, signals? Thermostats are very, a very dumb, simple mechanism. It, even modern thermostats are very simple mechanisms. They're basically just a, uh, a metal bar that expands and contracts. Metal coil that expands and contracts. You're setting, you're setting it to whatever level, but it's a metal coil that expands and contracts. So it's, it's, it, it, in most ovens, unless like you, you have a fancy high-end oven, the truth is that even the fancy high-end ovens, basically all of these devices at the, at the core are very simple and very basic and haven't changed since they were invented. They put a lot of fancy bells and whistles on the top to make it look like it's something fancier, but your oven is just a burner bar and a valve and it feeds gas in there with a thermostat that will open up and close up to close the circuit. That's, uh, that's your basics of it. So that's one, one mahalik. The... Star K brings down uh, Heinemann's Mahalachim Sakhalacha, which is a very strong svara. He says that you should, and you probably heard this svara, that you can open the door when the oven is not running, but you need to take all the food out of the oven. Right? Open the, open the oven when the, food is, when, when the oven's not running even, but you need to take all the food out of the oven. Now, that would lead to the conclusion, by the way, that you can't put the food back in. Why? Because the svara that he applies there is a svara of a psikresh of lo nichole, right? In other words, when I open the oven door, so I don't intend to cause the fire to go on, but it's a psikresh. It's going to cause the fire to go on. Maybe now, maybe in five minutes from now, but it's a psikresh. Okay. If I'm going to put the food back in the oven so I want the oven to keep burning, it's nichole. If I'm going to take the food out of the oven, it's a psikresh de lo nichole, it's a nichole, that would be okay. And therefore, you can take the food out of the oven. Now, in truth, I've never discussed this Shiloh of Heinemann, so I couldn't tell you his underlying reasoning behind it, because you have to be done. Is he, being, is he himself here taking the approach to Psikreshit Lonichalei on a Dirabanon, because it's a grama? And since it's Psikreshit Lonichalei on a Dirabanon, because it's a grama, so therefore it's mutter. Or is he taking the approach that even if it's a Dirabanon, 
but it's a psikoration to lamichale, and the fact is, or maybe it's a suffix del raisa, that the, as I mentioned before, the machlokas between the orach and the tostos, whether psikoration to lamichale is mutter even on a del raisa, is never resolved in halacha. We're knowing to be machmir, but for tzorach mitzvah, for tzorach onik shabbos, maybe we wouldn't be machmir. Now, why do I say, why do I have to come on to that? Because the orah, it's, it's always a grumble. Right? Because there's always a delay between opening the door and the fire going on. Unless, when I open the door, it goes on right away. Then it's not a grunt. But it's still a secretion to right? Because, But if, I, if I'm putting the food back in, but it's a secretion to Nihile, then you got a problem. you got a serious problem if it's a potential del raiso, and you have a problem if it's a drabama, it's a secretion to Nihile on a grama wouldn't be allowed. So that's his mahalich im sakhalacha, which would mean, by the way, that your warming drawer would be a serious problem if it goes on and off when you open the warming drawer, or even if not. If the warming drawer has a thermostat in it, so my warming drawer, when I open the warming drawer, now I'm going to put the food back in. So then it's nichole that it should go back on because I want the food warm, obviously. So if I open the warming drawer, let the warm air out and the cold air in, and now put food inside the warming drawer to heat, so that's nichole, and that would be a serious problem. So in other words, if you're no hague, like Rav Heinemann's Psach Halacha on Friday night, that you take out all the food when, you, when the oven is running, and you leave it out, well, as you leave more food in, then you, obviously, it's to keep that food warm. So then, it would be misdavra to say that you could not use a warming drawer on Shabbos unless you have a warming drawer that's always on. Right? Then you very much narrow it down, meaning there are three types of warming drawers. One, it would be a type that turns off when you open the oven, turns on when you close the oven, when you Open it rather, it turns on when you close it. Oh, that's a big problem, right? It's a big problem. And even if you tell me it's vaiter of psikresha, psikresha, in other words, I'm not trying to turn it on or off, that's a psikresha like the light in the, in the refrigerator, which Nevinsol held that the light in the refrigerator is not even considered psikresha, it's considered your mice, because it's so direct, but I guess still holds. I, again, you could, someone could ask him, but uh, it's brought down bishmo. In the Mishnah with his Hagos, the hills, that's considered a Misa. But even if you tell me that's a Psikresha, so again, if you tell me that I, I only will allow when it's a Psikresha to a Nichole, so then when you open the door, it is going to be a Nichole that it should go on because you want to put the food in, that's going to be a problem. The only possibility would be a third type of warming drawer. Lights which would see, though. And then clearly you wouldn't be able to tell if it's on or off. Would that be different? I don't, I don't hear it, meaning. You're, you're definitely going to be causing it to burn longer. I mean, maybe it's on. Maybe it's running. You keep it running. It doesn't turn off. Could be. Could be. You'd have to know. Right? I mean, you've got to be mitzahar for the taz. That's the suffix psikresha, maybe. Right. It's the suffix psikresha. Psikresha l'shavar. Right? Right. The yitushim in the box. Those gnats in the box come in handy all the time in Elbashavas. Right? But, yeah. So there would be a sfar to argue psikresha l'shavar. There's even better because you can't be you cannot be mavar at bichlal, right? So maybe it's not a psikresha because you can't be mavar such a psikresha. Maybe, maybe it'd be better. Um, but if you have a warming drawer that let's say is always on, you turn it on, it stays on, and it stays at a steady temperature, kind of like a crock pot, where it just stays at a steady temperature. It's not a thermostat turning on and off, but it stays at a steady low temperature. Open the drawer, close the drawer, it remains at that temperature. That should be fine. But that, that certainly narrows down your warming drawer options. And the truth is, I am very, very reluctant in Psach Halacha, give a Psach Halacha to a Balabas for anything else. Meaning, if you're going to ask me, you're going to put it, you want to 
going to put $100,000 into your kitchen. Right? But that warming drawer costs $100 more. Right? Come on. Right? You want me to lend you the money? You know, well, you, you'll manage it. Right? You'll manage it. There is a third Mahalachim Sakhalach, which is interesting, and that is, again, the Rosh Hashiva's Mahalachim Sakhalach, which is fine. And Rav Moshe takes the same approach. Rav Moshe's approach, though, is based on the information Rav Shimonider gives him. You probably have seen this inside. I, I've gotten the feeling that Simonai and Dalad, uh, Sifkat and Dalad, is one that uh, most of you have, uh, have seen at this point in time. Right? So Simonai and Dalad, Rav Moshe has all his chugos to Shemaniah. Chugos saros. Again, it, this is not quite on the, on the Rav Chaim Kanievsky scale of Sakim, that there's you know, one or two words, but they're one or two sentences. So it's not, it's not classic Rav Moshe Shilohs. It's not like Rav Moshe's 18-page chuva on Psichos Kalim or on Kishim Kobasuta. Can't dig into the, the Svaros here. But still, he does offer some background. So Rav Shimon Eider asks him, Tanurim Sheish Ben Thermostat. Ovens, I'll translate, thermostat. Hayim Mutter Liftoch Delos Satan B'Shabbos. Are you allowed to open the door on Shabbos? Kishesh in the Lekas, when the fire is not burning. Notice he assumes it's over Pasha. If the fire is burning, it's okay, which is not so Pasha. He assumes it's Pasha. Dinira She'enu Psikresha. So Shemonaiya says, I think it's not a Psikresha. Kemen She'ef Shul Liftoch Delos Satan B'Shabbos. He says, you can open the oven door and it won't go on. So if you open the oven door and it won't go on, not a psikresha. So Ramosha's answer is, Very, you have to read Ramosha very carefully. Because what he says is, based on what you're telling me, it's not a psikresha. I'm not investigating the mitzvahs. You're, you're giving me the facts. And you'll give me the facts. Now, I'll give you a psychologa based on your presentation of the facts. You always have to, in Ramosha's chuvos, you always have to ask yourself who presented him the facts. Because unlike Rav Shlomo Zalman, again, you know, talk about Mahalachim psychologa, unlike Rav Shlomo Zalman, who would sit with engineers for hours to understand the ins and outs of how a refrigerator and oven worked, Ramosha very much relied on people around him to present the scientific and practical facts. And then he would give a psychologa in the halacha. So you have to, you know, ask yourself who's giving. I don't mean Shimonider is misrepresenting the facts, but you have to ask yourself if, in fact, Shimonider was fully aware of the facts. Why? Because he's saying it's not ipsigratia, right? And the God will like Fardolik. He says even better. Ramosha says maybe he is on when you open the door. And I was like you were saying before when you open the door. So maybe he is even on. And in that case, Vudamershim Miskavim Mosro. So that would be a Dabashim Miskavi Asra. So in other words, it's possible, the possibilities here are threefold, right? Possibly I open the oven and I cause the oven to go on. That's one. I open the oven and the oven's already on. That's two. I open the oven and I, it's off but it doesn't go on. So therefore it's not a psych ratio that when I open the door it's going to go on. Right? That is Ramosha's for now. Ramosha's Svara of maybe it's on already would talk of be a good Svara even if you tell me that causing it to go on faster is considered obsecration, right? Because at the end of the day, so maybe it's already on. The problem with that is that, like I said before, in many of our ovens, you can easily know if it's on. A lot of them have indicator lights or other, or you know, you can see the glow inside the oven below the, uh, the, the plate at the bottom. You can easily tell that it's on. So then I can't, you know... Do you know it's the maybe obsecration of the shower? Pardon? Do you know it's the also getting into obsecration of the shower? Potentially. 
which the Shlomo Zaman does in the Mincha Shlomo. He's into that, that cheshma, right? Remote, again, Ramosha's tshuva is two lines long, so very hard to handle with it. But Ramosha seems to be a, a understanding that since it's not, no, you can't know, it's not known, and, you know, it's mistaver as well. Very much mistaver. you got to think about Ramosha's view of the kitchen came from 455 FDR drive. Right? That's the beginning of the Igros Moshe. That's where he has his copyright, because that's where he lived. Right? So he lived in, in, a, uh, in a, an apartment building in the city, a very simple apartment building in the city, with one sink in his kitchen, we spoke about uh, last year, and an oven that most certainly did not have a window in the oven door like we have. Meaning that, that these windows in the oven doors are now their standard today, but they were higher end when they first came out. They certainly weren't on the ovens that Ramosha was using. Ramosha did not have, he did not have a digital panel. He did not have an indicator light. He did not have time big. And he did not have a glass door in the oven. So on Ramosha's oven, there would be no way without opening the door to know if it was on. And no way to know when you open the door if you're turning it on or not. No way. But our ovens, it's, it's very easy. A glass window, you can look inside, you can see if it's on. So you can't, you can't um, close your eyes and say, well, you know, maybe it won't go on. Maybe it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's on already. That you can't do. That, no no Mahavim Sakhalon like that. But Shlomo Zalman has a fascinating series of chulos in the Middle of Shlomo and Chalik Aleph, one of which is on opening a refrigerator on Shabbos. And Shlomo Zalman's chulos is not about ovens, about refrigerators, but a lot of the sforos that he, uh, he applies here apply to the ovens as well. So again, um, his tshuva is about refrigerators. It's different in kind because Rishlomo Zalman's perspective is that the refrigerator and electricity is not in and of itself a malacha. It's just the, the totsah of the action. Okay. He entertains two possibilities here. Number one is the following possibility. It's an interesting sorry, an interesting possibility. It says like this. When you open the refrigerator door, so the cold air is going to come out, warm air is going to come in. Would you like that to happen? Meaning, if you had the choice, let's say you had the ability to build a force field, right? And that force field could make it that even though you open the refrigerator door, but there's nothing coming out. Elon Musk, I'm sure, will build one soon, right? That there's no cold air coming out, okay? So, Bada, you would want that. Meaning, the fact that the cold air goes out and the warm air comes in is very, very much lonichalai. That's lonichalai. Now, once the cold air comes out and the warm air goes in, then the need for the refrigerator to turn on to cool down your food, that's nichalai. So, Shlomo Zalman entertains the possibility is that called a psikration de nichalai or psikration de lo nichalai? Right? What kind of psikration is that? It'd be the same thing with our oven door, mamish, or our, our house door. Be the same thing. In other words, when I open the door, I don't want the cold air to come in. I want the warm air to come out. I want the warm air to stay in, the cold air to stay out. Elamai, it's going to happen. It's definitely lo nicholi that the cold air should come in, the warm air should go out. But once it happens, it's nicholi, it should go on. So is that cold nicholi or lo nicholi or shlomo zalman is mesupuk bedavr? Right? He's mesupuk bedavr. He brings down a fascinating story here. Right? It says, what is the svar of Bichlal? But Dover Shein Miskaven is when it's a psikration lo nichole that one is not chayav. 
What's the Svar to say you're not high for Psyrechel and Yichalei? What changes when it's Lone Yichalei? So he brings down two possibilities. One possibility, interesting possibility, is that every psik reisha de lonichale is a malach shen tzrich This is where things get really confusing in the lumps in the Shabbos, right? Every psik reisha de lonichale, by definition, is a malach shen tzrich I don't need that malach. Whatever the malach is that's happening, I don't need it. So it's ain't tzrich so and that, that is a sort that's brought down in many of the Achronim to explain the secret of the It's automatically in its Yichlagufa. The obvious problem with it is that the Rambam is also mechalic between Yichlai and Lon Yichlai. And the Rambam holds Malachashen Yichlagufa your Fahaya for. So that can't be in Rambam Shita the Sfar to explain the secret of the because Rambam holds, again, Malachashen Yichlagufa Chayav. And yet, Lon not. Chayafor brings down a second svara, and that's the following. He says that no, when it's lo nichle nechsh lo nechshav kimachavein, right? It's nechshav rakim misasek, right? It's like a misasek. So nechshav legabe osa malacha kimisasek veeno misyaches is klali love, right? So Rabbi Shlomo Zalman offers that those two mahalchim. In would be the difference in this particular question. In other words, the cold air coming in, not what I want. Once that comes in, the oven turning on to combat it, yes, what I want. Right? So if you tell me the word is to now, but I want the malacha. I do want the malacha because I do want it to warm up. It's and then you'd be chayv. But if you tell me that the word is that it's misasik, it's not miyucheses to you when it's lonichole, but it's mistaver to say that once all I want to do is get the food out, or put the food in, for that matter, and I don't want, in doing so, to have the cold air go in and the warm air to come out, that the whole thing is not miyuches to me. And therefore, it would not be considered a nichole, it's considered a lonichole. Now, Rishlomo Zalman concludes, he says, Ulam ein zebar etzli. Rishlomo Zalman here in the Middle this is an article that he wrote, which he published in the Middle it wasn't a tshuva alach lemaisa. It was Rishlomo Zalman's free thought process, which is fabulous to get into Rishlomo Zalman's head and see how he thinks, right? So he says, ein zebar etzli. One of Moshe's grandchildren once told me that Moshe felt that in Eretz Yisrael, the only posik was Rishlomo Zalman. Felt none of the others were poskim. Rishlomo Zalman was the one Posek in Eretz Yisrael at the time. So he says, Maybe not. Maybe since there is an Ichusa there in part because of the fact that at the end of the day you want the thing to turn on, but that is all Misyaches you love, and maybe it would be a concern. However, brings down a second Svara here, which is a fabulous Svara, right? Because he says, look, most of the svaras that I brought down have already, nichle, lo nichle, grama, it's, a, it's all in terms of where you're opening the door and the motor will go on faster but with a delay. But he says, what about, what about in the refrigerator case that just before you open the door, the refrigerator cabin reached the temperature just before it'll turn on, and you're causing it right away. Or in our oven, by extension, at the oven reached the temperature just before it'll click on, and you're causing it to go on right away. So 
He says, when you open the door, then it's Pesikresha. Right? It's that's a Pesikresha. Sha'akoch, Arishan, Shalachom, Yafel, So he offers the following fabulous argument. He says, Right? He wants to say this is considered a Koach Gabra. He, he, he likens it to the case of the Gemara in Chul and Ashkel Abidchimaya. Right? Grama Koach Rishon. You got a guy that you put in front of the, uh, you know, in front of the dam and you pull the thing away and the water goes on him right away. Going to be high for, for killing him. To Koach Rishon the Grama. However, he says, he, I saw in Machs Avram the Indian Shabbos, the Matin and Grama, Shabbos is the special meat of Grama. Losasa kol malacha, aval Grama who deshari, right? So Yesh Lomer devasaras hamonea, af koach rishon choshev Grama. The Mishkan lo have Grama. It's a fabulous idea. Helcho Shabbos is different in every aspect, right? Malachas machshevas asr Torah. Misasek v'alma is not the same as misasek for Shabbos, right? So he wants to argue that Grama v'alma. Is not the same as Grama on Shabbos, because in Mishka they didn't do the Malachos Ayi Grama. So even if it's Shakalei Bidkedemaya, it's a Koach Rishon Begrama, which would be considered a Maisa in Kol Atarakula, not Hilchos Shabbos, because Hilchos Shabbos it's not Malachos Amishka, it's not the Malachos done in the Mishka, and therefore would not be considered to be Chayav, right? He also brings down again this far. It's a basically right? Because the fact that when it comes to the Gor Adamita Kisivisafsal, that's Lahaba. This is Lashavar. If it was at that home, it would turn it on. Right. Then he brings down, maybe it's only a Suffolk Isser if it's Yachol Levar, etc., etc., etc. He also brings down a Sora here, which I saw here, and um, the the Hart Svi brings down the same Svar as well in the Chuvos from the Abnei Nezer. And it's a fabulous idea in Svar. And that is that can a Grama, once you tell me it's a Grama, can a Grama be Nidon on a Psikresha? In other words, would a psikresha make a grama into a maisa? What does that mean? So the Abinazi uses such a lotion that a, a psikresha will not, will not make a grama into a maisa. What does it mean? So Shlomo Zalman offers a strong svara for it. And he says the, uh, the following idea. He brings down that bichlal, we find that psikresha does not always apply in all cases. For example, psikresha is mutter by Amir Lakum. Right? When it comes to Amir Lakum, so we paskin that a psikresha is going to be allowed. Now he said he wants to argue that Amir Lakum is more chomer than is a grama. Nevertheless, psikresha is going to be allowed. So he says when you're doing something in a manner that is not an isserdil raisa and it's a psikresha on that non direct action. It's Mistavri to argue that it doesn't make the action into your action. Right? So when you are opening the door, let's say the refrigerator or the oven or the house, and now you've got two things together. 
you've got both the fact that it's a grama. It's definitely a grama. It's not a direct action. Even if it's immediate, it's a grama because I'm not turning on the fire. I'm bringing in the cold air, which is causing the thermostat to drop, which is causing the fire to go on. So that's already enough of a chad gadyo, but it's a grama, right? But okay, it's a grama. Now, but it's more than just a grama because it's not, I'm not machaving for it. So we're being done, is it called the psikreshit in Ichalim? So let's assume it's a psikreshit in Ichalim. Good. But now it's a psikreshit in Ichalim, not on a Misa, but on a Grama. So even though, and he brings down as well, machlokis amongst the Rishonim and Achronim, is Gemara says in Shabbos, Asiyu da Osva Grama Shabbos. Gemara in Shabbos itself is Mashma. Grama's Mutter. So many Rishonim hold, yes, Grama itself is Mutter on Shabbos. Some Rishonim, and the Ramah Paskin is like that, no, Grom is only Mutter Mokum Hefseid. Grom is Mutter Mokum Hefseid, Gram Kibui, that kind of Grom is Mutter, but otherwise not. But he wants to argue that now, tell me on a Psyk Ratio, where many hold that Grom itself is Mutter, see if you're Machmir like the Ramah to say that no, we're Machmir on a Grom unless, unless it's a uh, Mokum Seda, but a Psyk Ratio on a Grom, that should be allowed. We mean, right? on a Chavis Yeah. Whatever, has it on a Shabbos, Tzorach Mitzvah, but those, those Svaros. So, Roshlomo Zalman, in, again, refrigerators, Roshlomo Zalman is quick to say okay, because his position is that Be'etzem, in the refrigerator itself, the electricity is not a malach. I mean, it's a fascinating, it's Simon Yud in the Mincha Shlomo. I'm forever grateful to Roshlomo Zalman, because I learned how refrigerators work. If you want to know how refrigeration and air conditioning works, Simon Yud in the Mincha Shlomo. It explains exactly how they work and all the different possible malachos that are involved in there, because it's also a potential bishel of the gas that's compressed and expanded. But Roshlomo Zalman's position is that empirically the electricity is not inherently a malacha, and therefore it's much more kal than being able to be done in terms of these kinds of sforos of grama, psikration, non-psikration, etc. But his, his sforos supplier as well, meaning Roshlomo Zalman's sforos supplier as well, to argue that in our oven, like in Isfar there, first of all, maybe it's considered lo nichale, right? And again, maybe totally on what is considered nichale versus lo nichale, the immediate um, result or the totza of the malacha, and maybe, again, totally the svar of what's the svar of lo nichale, malacha sheni And again, if you take that approach, but to say, when you have a grama, that where, again, many Rishonim hold Groma's mutter, where Machmir like the Ramah, Groma's only mutter, but Mokom Hefseh, but a, a, a psikresha on such a case is much less than a psikresha on Amir Lakum, which is Vishor Aser, and yet that's going to be mutter. And therefore, Roshlomo Zaman's Sora would be a Sora as well. That would then give you, at least in the Rosh Hashiva's presentation of this as consistency, so to speak, how are we allowed to open the house door if we're not opening the oven door? So at least I can tell you how we're allowed to open the house door, right? Let open the house door because these farms, right? Because it's a grama. And even if it is a psikresha, maybe it's lo nichale. And again, even if it's lo nichale, even if it's called nichale rather, but the grama itself would make it that we're not going to be machmer psikresha in such a, a case. Now, if that's the case, look how your oven's the same thing. Your oven is the same thing. Open the oven door, it's a grama. Even if it's going to go on right away, it's a grama. And again, so Unless it's you're a p- in a time delay. In other words, because I believe I did see such a thing in the today's English books. Uh, that what? Yet, 
that it was pushed to them that Shlomo only said it by fridges, but by ovens, no. I'm saying, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know the Hezbollah I, I don't know the Hezbollah either, because there, there is a time delay in the ovens as well. A, you, may, wait, is there a difference in the time delay? Meaning how, how much the time delay? So, then? I would say, quite literally, in came the south of the Rechel Right? Quite literally, that's, I, don't, I don't know what the shear is. Right? What's the time delay that would make the difference? Once it's not immediate, so where's the time delay that would what make a difference? What was everything before between the one tier system versus the two tier system? No, so in your, in your house oven, in your house, it's a relay. It's a, multiple, it's a multi-stage relay. So it could be that besides the time factor, there's multiple stages in between. But Lachor, when it comes to grama, there's really two categories of grama. There's either shakal ebidki demaya kohorish and grama, or it's not called Rishon Magrama. Well, once, you, once you pass called Rishon Magrama, so then I don't care if it's a Rube Goldberg device, right? Or it's a, it's called Shady. It's, it's not, it, it's a Grama. So I don't know if it makes a difference if it's a multi-stage, you know, uh, system or single-stage system. I don't need that, I don't know that would make a difference in Psaq Halacha. It's a Grama. Now I will tell you that there'd be a strong story to be Machmir here about another interesting idea, which is the following, which is something we have to be done later on in Hilchah Shabbos, but I want to just throw it out to you right now, which is there are those who are of the opinion that once something becomes normal to do a certain way, it's no longer considered a grama. In other words, a grama, by definition, is not just a delay, but a grama, by definition, is that it is a change in the way that it's normally done. If it's normally done like that, that's no longer a grama. I am told, I've never seen it inside from but I am told from Talmidim of his that Rabbi Yashabar Salvechik held like that, Anytime something is normal, that becomes no longer grama. And in fact, many of his Talmudian therefore objected to all of the Tzomet devices that are made to be able to be used on Shabbos to operate things b'derech grama, because once you create a switch that's a grama switch, it's no longer a grama, because that's a normal way to do it. It still differs from the normal way to do it. So that's the question, is that considered different or not, right? It's totally in how to learn the rush in Baba Kama Daf Samach, right? How to learn that rush with Lagabe Zoreb, that that's considered to be not grama, but it's a considered a malacha. So how, how, how do you understand what that rush means to say? But depending on how you learn that rush, it would make a big difference here as well. If it's not grama, then you're in pretty bad shape. I would point out that there is an inconsistency in our consistency. <laughs> Meaning, if you're going to tell me that you're going to be consistent with the house door, and you're going to be consistent with the oven, and you can open them both up, and that's not a problem. So then why can't you turn the hot water on on Shabbos? Nice. <laughs> no one's going to say yes, right? No one's going to say yes, but when you turn the hot water on on Shabbos, what are you doing? You're taking the hot water out, you're bringing cold water in. That's a grama, right? It's a psigratia. It's nicholay, but it's alyidei grama. Bishul is chai for grama. Bishul is only chai for grama, Rishul Mazal points out, if you do the maisa bishul, but not a grama. If you do a grama to cause it to go into place, that's also going to be partner. That it's a pasha. That if I put my, my my pot on the fire and then it's going to be caused, that's bishul. Like that's the pnei yeshua de grama for bishul. But if I call, if I create a Rube Goldberg device to drop the pot on the uh, on the on the spot, that's not going to be chayav for bishul. But that's a grama in the actual mice that you do. This is different than the oven because in the oven the flame has to turn on, which will then cook something. They're the water. So yeah, the the, 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 the malach I'm dealing with here is the malach of mavir. 
So what you're telling me is, here I've got Mavir, I've got Mavasha. No, you also have Mavasha there. Right. The water is being Good. Cold. So who says, I have to, how many Malachos do I, do I need to have? If I have one Malachos, that's a Grama all your day. No, no, I'm saying the Malachos. Here, the problem is that the fire is going to kick I, off. I understand. But they're the ones. The so water. you're telling me that when it comes to Malachos, Mavir, if it's a Grama, and a Psigration, it's fine. It's less of a Grama by the water. Why is it less of a Grama? Because it's not that something else is going to kick on because there's a change, there's, it senses a change. As soon as the water, as soon as the water comes out, more water comes in. As that water comes in, it's being bushel by the hot water. Okay, right good. Now. good. He's, saying, he's saying that maybe if there's no time delay, right? Yeah, I don't know. So if you tell me that's not called the grama, right? Okay, then you have to be down. But if you open up the oven door and the, and the flame goes on right away, that's not called the grama. Because there is still sensing a change in the metal device that, that but changes. By my my opening a valve, when I turn on the hot water. I'm not pulling water out. I'm opening a valve, which allows the water to come out, which, I, which really allows the pressure from the cold water to push it out and come in. So that's hard to say. It's a direct mice of my putting cold water in to, uh, to cook the cold water. How does it work by the, by the, by the, where it lets the water in? Does it sense the water, the water is lower and no therefore it opens up? It's a much simpler device. So it's, it's, it's very basic and very simple. You have a water tower somewhere in your community. Right? That water tower sits at the highest point in the community. Water always seeks its own level, so water is always going to come up to that height. And so you, when you turn on the hot water, there's just a pipe that goes back to the, your piping in the house into the water heater. There's not even a valve there. The valve is at the end of your, of your faucets throughout your house. And when you turn it on, so then what happens, what forces the water out, actually, is the cold water coming in. It's not that it comes out and then lets cold water coming in. The cold water coming in displaces the hot water and forces it out. So I would think it's a grumble. I think it's a grumble. So it's just something to think about. But, but I, I would say that it's very, very tricky. Let's put it this way. It's very tricky to give a blanket header to open the oven door and put things into the oven on a Shabbos. Meaning once you do, you're opening up a Pandora's box of possibilities of being matir a lot of things. Like I'm saying, the hot water usage, which nobody is, is as far as I know, is giving a lamaisa hat there in such a, such a and why not? practice. <laughs> so why not? Why wouldn't you be matir that? So why not? Because it seems to be that we do, we are concerned for a Sikh ratio even when it's a grama. We are concerned for that. We're not so quick to say, okay, when it's a grama and a Sikh ratio, we need other svaros. Even the hard tzvi, Who's mistamech on that svara? Rabbi Yosef was mistamech on the hard tzvi in such a svara. It's only when there are other svaros there as well. No, when that's the only svara alone. But again, that would be at least the the, the reasoning behind it. Uh, the Rashiva's point is a point well taken. Meaning, at the end of the day, if you tell me you can't open the oven door, so how do you open your house door? Right? It's a point well taken, and it's one that requires you know at least some sort of a bureau. But sometimes it's, you know, it's as simple as, like we brought down from Tosos last week, that when you open the oven door, no one thinks to do anything. I'm sorry, you open the house door, no one thinks to do anything wrong. Open the oven door, they do. Right? So maybe it's as simple as that, is that, you know, don't ask, don't tell, right? No one thinks anything, there's anything wrong with you opening the house door. There's far as to rely on to say it's fine. Leave well enough alone. People do think it's a problem to open the oven door. And then there's far as to say it's also. Leave well enough alone there as well. Okay, we'll stop with that. I have the one o'clock meeting.
What? You know where his tube is? About what? About where he presents the Tzayazer? I guess that's... He presents the Heitzvi. The Heitzvi is the Gabe Zorea. It's the Gabe opening the the shades or opening a window in a, uh, in a greenhouse. So he brings down the same as far. It's a Pesik on a Grama. That's not going to make it into a mice. There, there are... Um, 